1: Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. And this morning, we normally have Gloria Christie on the phone with us, but today we have her live and in person with us. Hey, Gloria, how are you? Well,
2: you don't need too much of me, right, Bart? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. It's
1: it's much better to have you in person.
2: Oh, is that it? Okay. Talking
1: one-on-one. You brought a friend with (laughs) you today. I
2: did. Oh, my gosh. Hey, have you ever been a skeptic? I, I, i'm
1: sure i have
2: okay well i admit i was a skeptic and mark has pro- proven over and over again whew, we are going to have some amazing things happen in 2022 with uncle dave making days and our and at hop springs and mark you want to talk a little bit
1: well, about let's it. say this is mark jones yes this, <laughs> sorry <laughs> mark is the uh, ceo and co-owner of hop springs but the interesting thing about this i did a little checking on this this was a dream of yours when you were a student at mtsu
3: yeah just the uh the agricultural side i graduated ag business many many moons ago and uh the ties to murfreesboro have ran deep and uh, i actually was opening up the uh the uh, brewery the facility in thompson station i called the ag department to get some uh, students to work for us And uh, after a few meetings with uh, uh, Dr. McPhee and uh, Bud Fisher, they convinced me that it was much better move to come out here to Rutherford County, which we did. We uh, got involved in the fermentation science program. Um, I'm on the advisory board with that as well. And next thing you know, we're opening up the facility. Uh, I have a extensive background in landscape design. So we were able to really just take the property and uh, I saw the vision the first day I pulled in so uh, they've
1: got a lot of property out there
3: it's 80 over 80 acres wow Uh
1: Wow. Uh,
3: we put in the infrastructure for any size concert we've had big concerts small concerts we can have multiple stages one stage an Mm -hmm. indoor facility state-of-the-art sound system on the inside Uh, just a wonderful place to enjoy music with your family and uh, we also welcome pets out there as well we have a dog park as well
1: so it's, it's a little bit of everything for everybody Pet friendly, mm-hmm. uh, family friendly, and, and uh, the big thing—it's Uncle Dave <laughs> friendly. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, it's
1: right there in Uncle Dave
2: territory. It is Uncle Dave making territory, and we've never really—you know—it's just custom made. His stories there, and like Mark was saying, we—we've always had this heart to tell the story of rural life of Middle Tennessee. What better way to do that I mean oh, we have yeah. a built-in museum right there with all those vistas and and we were out there the other night I mean it was I mean could it have been any better full moon perfect weather warm blue you know you could close sounds. your eyes and oh, you could hear man. the wagon
1: wheels. <laughs> Of you Uncle could. Dave's wagon you running t- stuff between Woodbury and Murfreesboro. I believe Gloria was floating that night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying, he said, I told you, I told you. And I oh, I just, you're right. It is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And it's a perfect place for us. It's a perfect place for us to grow. You know, we've really needed to do something about the the volume mm-hmm. of, of how, th- how the – how the the arrangement is we love Cannonsburg it was perfect for for duration of time but you know there was really no place to go no no place to grow is it and 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 to grow with just so many different um, alliances that we can make in that particular environment and new friends I'm excited you, you, you talk know? about
1: friends the times that I have been over at Cannonsburg with mm-hmm. Uncle Dave I've been amazed. People traveling here from distant Japan,
2: exactly. Europe, Absolutely. yes,
1: coming on a regular basis all over the United States. Yes,
2: now they're going to have a little bit more room to stretch out, right, Mark? <laughs>
3: Can't wait to have you guys.
2: Oh my gosh! I had going.
3: to work on Gloria for almost two years now to get oh, this. Oh no, happen. it's longer
2: than that. I was trying to think. I think it was 2018 when you started. Wow. In. <laughs> It's amazing. I'm
1: glad you were persistent. Yes. It's going to be good for everybody.
2: I agree. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just amazing. And and they've already got everything. That it's just a plug and play situation. And yeah, uh, I I'd like to know, Mark. I mean, when you said you had that vision, what was it that you saw? Because well, I it's just amazing how you just kind of filled in the blanks with the with whatever your ideas of the situation were uh, it
3: goes back i i just really love music mm-hmm. uh and i've been married 36 years so i love my wife as well and we both like going to places mm-hmm. that have music but we also like to talk while the bands are playing mm-hmm. so in our in in the in the main room the tap room the walls are um uh, they're literally the same walls that are in Spielberg's sound editing room they're wow. seven inches seven and a half inches thick uh, so you can li- you can have a conversation while the band is is playing so we wanted something that was just circled mm-hmm. around music <clears throat> and you know being able to have a conversation <clears throat> so that's uh, that was really the music side of the vision and then the landscape design side mm-hmm. of it that part of it I've just been uh, designing. For years, and and like I said, when I pulled in, I could just see the infrastructure in place, and I just had to put a little icing on the cake.
1: You know, you you think about musical venues that are historical, that that really uh, set the scene for things, and I think we look back at the rock and roll era and we see these (laughs) things that are written up in the pages of history. and, and I, I guess really if you're currently Bonnaroo is sort of like that. Mm-hmm. This could be the same thing but larger for right. a whole different genre of
2: music. Well the the story but the roots is, is right. Of it, really, the, I guess. the story of it is right there. I mean, out of that the, that particular locale, the porches, the picking that went out in the Kitchell community there. And and just how those the, the, the culture of our area grew it, with music and and that's the thing uh, we we have not really recognized that. you know I've been saying this for years. We are sitting on an absolute gold mine. if we could just interpret what happened here in the late well pre-20th century and then up to now. this did influence what we did right here in our county impacted rock and roll. Uh, and also uh, the music, American popular music right now, and particularly Uncle Dave's story, his his banjo style. We all see it in everything with with picking the frailing banjo picking style. You see it with guitar pickers. The way he flipped, flipped his it, banjo. Performing styles. He may not have been the best of music. There was a lot of musicians in his era, you know, and he came out of vaudeville and he was in that minstrel era. So, you know, we all have been captivated by folks in our era, like that, that were, you know, say, that were performers that kind of emulated his style. But we, if we can go right back to where it all started and tell that story, we're we can really kind of we could be the bridge that really tells the story of America's music that and how it just propagated across our our land. It really did and all of those and that's where he grew up he heard it and and in that area brought it to the grand Ole opry single-handedly brought the van- banjo to the 20th century you know a lot of folks don't realize the banjo um wasn't it it, it was uh, an instrument that really wasn't real popular until uncle dave made it popular and then and he was popular because uh the folk the people around the, even in the cultural community and around Rutherford County, they thought of him as one of them. There, them. You know, I think that,
1: everybody thought. Yeah, of yeah him that they way. could
2: identify with him. Although he, he said what and we were talking about that. About he said in comedy, what everybody else was thinking. You mm-hmm. know, and he did it in it with a lot of finesse. And I know he hated cars. Well, that was his
1: enemy. But that was his competition.
2: His competition because of his mule train company. But he also just, he was kind of... a revolutionary when it came to uh, just the 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 things the politics of the day you know he had his he had his opinions mm-hmm. and uh he did yeah no <laughs> 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 yeah he did i i guess i i think i i think that we kind of identify in this this era uh with some of that we i know mark you you're talking about the comedy last night with cleverlies. that's mm-hmm. similar to the uncle dave macon style comedy and yet, yet you say it in a nice way, and everybody goes, "Wow!" You know, <laughs> and, and and you can really kind of change the culture in a more benevolent way. I think, yeah. You know? So,
1: with the Uncle Dave Macon home, mm. which is within a mile of ah. where you're located, it's a half a mile, yeah, uh, and right across the street, basically, is where Uncle Dave Macon still is. He's buried. He's buried, buried there, buried there.
2: Mm-hmm. and his family. Uh, and the Ritaville Mill and the Corners, did you not? You're uh, just right there with everything. And then all the way to Woodbury, of course, he considered that there is a he considered that his home as well. Is this uh, going to
1: be a pilgrimage each uh, year?
2: It, it will be Mark, if Mark and I have anything to do with well, it.
3: <laughs> as you can see, Gloria just is a wealth of history and, and information. I just I love to give her a platform. Uh, <laughs> is that what he's saying? <clears throat> A little bit, and then tying in with the university. We want want the help of the REM program. We want the help of the different departments at the university, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure we're going to get it. Uh, And they already have helped us out tremendously. So I'm looking forward to the future, and uh, I'm just going to get out of her way for the most part and give her any any infrastructure that she needs. I'm just going to help it along.
1: (laughs) Well, well, tell us a little more about this, and and when Mm -hmm. is this going to all be? Obviously, Uncle Dave Macon Days is moving to Hop Springs.
2: Well, it'll be one year, October the seventh and eighth, twenty twenty-two. Save the date. Mark your calendar right now. It will be. We're going. It will be different. I'm not going to say it's not going to be different. It's just going to be better. And we've got a lot of folks coming on board to bring more uh, elements of what Uncle Dave Making Days, what is and was, and and the future of Uncle Dave Making Days. So we've got content. We're going to bring back some of the, of course, we're going to keep the contest. And uh, someone was asking me yesterday, they said, uh, when was the National Banjo Championship when was that de- designation? And, you know, you sort of remember this. You remember when Bart did the – read it into the congressional record in 1986?
1: Mm-hmm. Bart Gordon.
2: Bart Gordon, mm-hmm. yes. There, and there
1: was another Bart
2: I knew, too. I know. That's <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Bart and I went to – we grew up together in high school and elementary school. But anyway, he, he did a very pull, pull special that th- microphone turn it around toward it, him. Yeah, it bit. got it there. Okay. We were we had a very special uh, reckon, you know, commemorative. We knew we needed we had something special going on with old time banjo like we said before. And we honor and one of the competitions is the National Championship for Old Time Banjo. And mm-hmm. we just because that was Uncle Dave Macon's instrument fa- and, and also he it it's part of who he it, it was like attached to him so that was why we did that and we we've over the years we've had amazing folks to win it all over the united states i, I forget how many people have won it from just from all different states of the national banjo, banjo championship and we will take that with us and some of those those uh that talent that 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 not necessarily professional, but they're almost professional talent, particularly in bluegrass band, old time band, and all those contests that we that we just love so much and cherish. We're going to bring those with us. Don't don't you know? I know a lot of folks are thinking, well, what's it going to be like? Well, wait, <laughs> I, I'm the perfect skeptic, Mark. Right?
1: <laughs> you know, I wonder how far we would need to go back if we were looking at musical stylings. Right. Uh, Of course, Uncle Dave was probably Mm -hmm. one of the early ones, at least in in our Mm -hmm. calendar of events. Woody Guthrie would have come along after that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somewhere in the time frame after that, you would have seen Woodstock. right? Uh, But all of these things were branches of Uncle Dave Macon.
2: Yes. And Jimmy Rogers in the early... See, uh, one of the things that came out of that era, the 1920s and 30s, uh, uh, is... Is the, it? Things were just. We're in this kind of really renaissance period again. Okay, and uh, the technology, which was changing, Uncle Dave embraced all of it. He took. He w- he knew it, he was a entrepreneur. He knew how to market him, his, himself and his records. And and he, in fact, this is a funny story. He uh, he. Everyone else was afraid if they sold records that they would, it, they wouldn't support their live, live performances. No, no. He went out right before the the show. Uh, sold his records and it actually encouraged attendance to the shows so um, that and that you are absolutely right he was one of many in that era but you see radio the beginning of television Mm -hmm. movies Mm -hmm. began talking all of these things and we're in this special moment ourselves with technology what we're trying to do you know, I just think it's exciting oh, that yeah. some of the things that we can do even virtually, can you just see kind of icons, you know, we might like have, like, I don't know. I don't know what the what the story's going to be. I just want folks to know it. And I think it, we haven't really, we haven't even started what we could do here. You know, I've been saying this for years. I just didn't know how it was going to come to fruition. And,
1: now, let's, let's talk a little about Uncle Dave himself. Okay. because. I think a lot of people who are new to the area, and we're getting a 1,000 people Mm. a month moving into Rutherford County in this area, uh, it's hard to picture somebody who was a star. I mean, he was a star. Yes, he was. But he would sit up on the courthouse (laughs) and whittle with the rest of the guys. He would play his banjo, and then Mm -hmm. when he went to the place where he was a star that put him out, to the masses, the Grand Ole Opry. He got there in a different ways. Share with us some of that about the whittling on the square, and then how he got to the Grand Ole Opry.
2: Well, let, let's let's start by saying that you know he was a farmer by trade, and mm-hmm. and you know so his real, uh, I, I guess, paid the bills, wrote you know was his farm, and but he also. <laughs> he had an interesting history because he, he his father and mother had a hotel in Nashville and it was right close to the 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 Cumberland River and it was where the uh, rock hard rock cafe is now I guess that's still there right uh, hard okay rock. well that was where it was and when they had sold their plantation in smart Tennessee after during the uh, reconstruction era mm-hmm. and moved to Nashville Uncle Dave would hear the African Americans down at the river and he was so fascinated with those banjos and just oh he he wanted a banjo so bad and his his mother gave it finally broke and purchased one for him for his birthday. And we, thought, we think, we're not sure, but this was the era of the Ryman when uh, Tom Ryman actually built the Ryman Auditorium. We think he played in it as a child, but it was probably not the best performance because his dad always wanted him to play outside because he was a little squeaky in those areas. <laughs> so, so anyway, his father passed away, and he under just unbelievable circumstances he was actually murdered so um, in, Nashville. in Nashville and Uncle Dave witnessed it and so it really broke his heart and he really had some trouble with that but um, anyway um, he decided he would stay in Nashville his mother decided to move back to, to Reederville, and she opened an a, a inn Right across from Riverville Mill, you know where that is, right there at the corner. Absolutely. Well, one long later, that Uncle Dave decided he was going to come and perform for the guests in the inn, and that's where he kind of began to entertain and understand that maybe I do have a talent here. And I love this story. Um, In Morristown, you know where Morristown is, Mm -hmm. up in
1: East Tennessee.
2: Was that Morristown? I don't know. Maybe I,
1: I, that's, yeah, the one you're I'm more sound, okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm Outside just totally of, wrong. between Knoxville and. <laughs> hey, Mark, don't, don't, don't rely on me as a historian. <laughs> My brother says to me, it's your lie. You can tell it like you want to. But anyway, uh, close to McMinnville in Smart, Tennessee, he did a fundraiser for mm-hmm. a church to raise money for their door, uh, to, to replace the church house door. Uh-huh. I've actually, that door is still there.
1: The one he replaced. The one he
2: replaced, yes. And he made $25 that night, and he that's what really clicked. He went, oh, my goodness, I might be able to perform. I might be able to to uh, make a living doing this. And he did. And that was really kind of a turning point. And, you know, I think I love Uncle Dave's story because so much of Uncle Dave's story we can all relate to. You know, we can relate to uh, life stories and life's... Uh, but he never, ever once did not share joy. In fact, that's what he said. I just want to make people happy. And you can imagine it. <laughs> he did that time after time after time.
1: And you, you love to tell stories. Uh. That's what Dave <laughs> Macon was all yeah. about.
2: Yeah. He was mm-hmm.
1: sharing the stories, yeah. the history
2: that's right. of that era. That's right. He was. and in, in, in real time. Yes, he did. Because whatever the songs he played. I mean, you play at uh, Sail Away Ladies, just for example. I mm-hmm. mean, that was... Uh, yeah. That's one of my favorite songs with him. Without chewing gum, all the songs that he played are just hilarious and fun, and and very. Uh poetic in terms of and they make you laugh and that's what we need to do right now mark we're gonna make a lot of people laugh aren't we
3: i can't wait to get you back in your outfit so you can just
2: do what you do, the first
3: time i saw her she was in it and i said this is all you need to do on the day of this event you yeah. need to be you don't need to be running around you need to be oh doing telling your stories
2: <laughs> and and just let it Come uh, out and t- li- yeah. relive the. Well, Tilly was Uncle Dave's wife, and I just, yeah. oh, I felt sorry for her because she had I, to stay home raise kids. A, a lot of the Uncle
1: Dave <laughs> family are around and live in that area. That's exactly
2: right. Are. That's right. That's right. it's very cool.
1: And the biggest funeral. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to talk about funerals, the biggest mm-hmm. funeral ever in these parts
2: mm-hmm. was
1: Uncle Dave Macon. Share with us some of that.
2: Well, it, and it was the who's who of country music in the at, in the era of uh, his funeral. Um, by the way, just a few weeks before he, he really he did the uh, played the opera just a few weeks before he died. I mean, he was did almost die with his boots on on stage. But when he died, uh, there were so many people that came to the funeral. Uh, the uh, uh, Ake of Minnie Pearl, and we understand that uh, that uh, Hank Williams uh, was he it was so many people in the in the it, and by the way it was in the Methodist Church which that first still, Methodist th- that's first Methodist downtown still were there they're so grateful <laughs> they didn't tear that down because of that particular part of the history, but they were just spilling over into out of the into the pews, into the into the outside the church, and Hank Williams uh, came by, and he he was supposed to be a uh, pallbearer, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get in the church, and so he finally did, but he stood outside the church, and one of our Uncle Dave, uh, Billy Henson, he told me this I story. Know he Billy, yeah. was just a kid, because he, he looked up, and he went, oh my gosh, it's Hank Williams, <laughs> and he couldn't get in the church. The funeral procession came, went from the courthouse all the way to, to uh, solid solid cars. Solid cars all the way to Coleman Cemetery. There's never been a funeral like that.
1: No. Well, ne- There's never, it's never been a traffic jam. If we think we have
2: traffic now. No. <laughs> that's how beloved he was. I mean, all over the U.S. He was just a beloved. He was, he was re- I think he was relatable. I think because we all have things that are like, like Uncle Dave characteristics, I think. You know? Mm-hmm. And it makes, that's why I. Yeah, there he is. Just, he's an amazing guy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and that's what is going to be happening uh, over at at uh, at your place on what date again? October
2: seventh and eighth, right? Yep, Hop Springs. Next year. October seventh, Hop Okay, mm-hmm.
1: tell you what. Let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. Uh, then we will be back and continue the conversation, uh, as we always do. Whenever uh, we we take the break at half past when we come back, that's when we open up the phone line. So if you have a question or a comment, maybe a a thought about Uncle Mm -hmm, Dave, share it with us. 615 893 1450. We do take uh, text messages at the same number 615 893 1450. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here too. We're more than talk. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have a huge selection of ukuleles, which have become very popular in the last couple of years. We have one for everybody in the family from small to large. We do guitar repairs and setups lessons for every instrument from strings to keyboards to drums right here at music world and drummer's den 2762 south church street across from indian hills golf course hi this is
3: peter demas with demas's family restaurants in december demas's will be here for 32 years my parents started this restaurant they wanted a place that was affordable that people can come and be able to celebrate their special occasions or be with their family and we have strived to keep things the same as what they have created it we encourage you to come and try Demus's restaurant at 1115 Northwest Broad Street at Demus's restaurants
2: it's so important that we recognize our veterans shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Butner, and we salute our veterans.
1: WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country.
0: In this salute, we talk to a veteran who served in the Marines. Andrew Farr, Marine Combat Veteran, I was born in Nashville, grew up in uh, New Hampshire, Uh, went to boarding school, went to college, and then uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps. Did four years, three combat tours, and then got out in 2008. A combat veteran is not an easy job. No, it wasn't when I was in. Not for the Vietnam vets, uh, not for Korea. World War One, right. World War Two, those guys had a rough. And I, I did have a rough but not as not as bad as those guys.
3: Well that's that's true. And I think it's because society as a whole is becoming
0: more aware of what we're asking yes. of our military personnel. You said you did three tours. That was uncommon in Back Vietnam. then. Vietnam you did one tour, two tours, that was it. But now we have guys doing three, five, six, six, six seven I've known a guy who did eight tours. Uh, we did the Democratic vote in '05 okay. in Iraq. We were part of that. 2006, eh, not so much humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2007, definitely humanitarian. We actually helped out Bangladesh in '07 when they had that micro-tornado. We gave them food and water and, and uh, helped them uh, recover bodies from the mess. I think that our foreign policy in particular is asking a lot of the men and women of yes, this country. I agree. Andrew Farr, Marine Combat Veteran. I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. This has
1: been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration
0: One of Middle Tennessee.
2: A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes.
0: After disaster strikes.
2: Fire, water, or storm damage, we can help you get your life back to normal quickly.
1: Restoration One Middle
2: Locally and veteran-owned.
0: The Action Line, Rutherford Issues, The Morning News, Swap and Shop, The Kruman Show. We're keeping it local on WGNS, AM, FM, online.
2: Oh, I tell you, oh, I say, oh,
0: I tell you, hold on to
1: There you go, little Uncle Dave sound there for us. And you could tell that styling, Mm -hmm. even though the recording was old, uh, you could tell the styling. And uh, you you were talking earlier about how a lot of the contemporary musicians Mm -hmm. of today have taken Mm -hmm. his styles and have made success continuing for them.
2: Yeah, let me tell you a little uh, bit how things kind of... Uh, I guess hopped from one generation to the other. Uncle Dave always traveled with the Delmore Brothers, mm-hmm. and the Delmores were an amazing harmony uh, group. And the Delmores, the Everly Brothers, kind of emulated their harmony. And then it's it, if you know the story of the Beatles mm-hmm. and their harmony, they followed the the Everly Brothers that pattern and that that and but it was the delmars that really if you listen to pan-american boogie and uh you're hearing early rock and roll and it's not it's before anything was rock and roll at all and here here was uncle dave right there with them in those performances and concerts in those early days with with those that talent so
1: by the way if you just tuned in our guests this morning gloria christie and mark jones uh, they're talking about Uncle Dave Macon Days, and that's coming up next year, next year. Uh, and it's going to be at Hop Springs, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 that's why Mark is with us. Mark is the CEO, and really the founder. It's a dream come true of him uh, to to have uh, Hop Springs and Uncle Dave together. As you look at some of the music, because you've had the Who's Who of today's musicians at hop springs when you hear them and when you see them do you did you ever think (laughs) uncle dave and and because you you had to know that all that was around you the history of uncle dave (laughs) did you do you have any feelings as you saw that unfolding and think this this is where it should go
3: I uh I pursued Gloria from the first day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry, Mark. I, f- f- publicly, I have need to apologize. To him. <laughs> yeah, it it
3: was it was really fascinating. Um, like I said, I love to do uh, landscape design, and I did al- almost all the bulldozer work mm-hmm. out there and the track hoe work. And my wife and I did it. We love doing that type of stuff. And. One day we would move uh, the topsail out of the way, and then the rains would come, and then the next day you would see all the Civil War artifacts that would just really? be on the top of the ground, mm-hmm. and we just would collect them and, and pick them up, and the history of that property, uh, I believe that's where the, mm-hmm. the horses and the livestock and the cattle were all kept, and then the men stayed down by the river. Um, so it, it is just the history that's on that piece of property is just fascinating, and then Once I learned more about Uncle Dave Macon and his uh, proximity to Hop Springs, it was just natural uh, Mm -hmm. for us to get that moving in our direction.
1: Well, now, Gloria, you shared with us many years ago about uh, running into a a Civil War soldier, walking down broad... I'm wondering as I started thinking about Uncle Dave and, and I think mm-hmm. people in our generation people are thinking well they couldn't have run into civil war soldiers. I remember when I first started driving driving past some of the homes uh, mm-hmm. government homes where the civil war soldiers still lived.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: Uncle Dave he
2: would know he
1: would have really mm-hmm. those people were not horribly old no uh, not and, that there's anything wrong with and he was old. <laughs> known
2: and and really identified with uh, the the former slaves too yeah. he, he uh he was always uh, very conscientious of that particular part of mm-hmm. his story and know if you know the story of d ford bailey he traveled with d ford he was a uh, d ford bailey uh he He's the one that played the played the horn, He was an African-American American and played on the, uh, did... Before, how did he open the
1: Opry with the horn? With his... The, one, the with horn, his, or those with, No, his the uh, whistle harmonica,
2: or, harmonica. Oh, harmonica, yeah, okay. And, uh, but Uncle Dave would travel with him, and he would perform with him, but he wasn't allowed to stay in a hotel if he was there. But Uncle Dave trick people he would say you know well he's my valet he's got to stay with me or if he, they wouldn't let him stay he, would, he said i'm not i'm sorry i'm i'm sleeping in the car you know you don't get my business that's just the way he, he really cared that much about what was happening mm-hmm. during his era of of and that was part of his story i think it's a tremendous part of his story of of who the man was and and how he cared so much there's so many his his uh, generosity and how during the depression and how he would give to people. I, I have an aunt uh, by marriage that lived next door to Uncle Dave. He, he she told me that he would sit on the porch and people would come up and say, "Uncle Dave, I need some money. I need a hundred dollars." He'd just go in there and get his hand it to him. I mean, he didn't he didn't. He knew that people knew. He, he, ca- he cared. Uh, uh, and he was, he was. they knew he was the only one during the Depression that had any money. So, I mean, that's, that's just part of who that man was. And uh, and it was a particular time. There is some it's a historical uh, part of him that is so tremendous, but also just his character. And I think that's what, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was it, a
1: regular guy.
2: A regular guy uh, that. That really cared about his community and cared about his music and cared about what uh, how how it was going to be. per uh, he, I, I don't know that he was so. I, I I don't know exactly how he reacted to people like Bill Monroe. I know he played with Bill Monroe because Bill Monroe was just a kid when he played on. You don't know
1: Robert. how he reacted.
2: Well, because it was so different, you know. Oh, okay. You know, he's okay. uh, Bill Monroe's music. I mean, he just he. It was like high speed when he uh, took old time music to a different level and became mm-hmm. the father of bluegrass. Um, that see, Uncle Dave didn't really get to see all that come to fruition. It was in, the, and then he didn't get. Sk- he did see still, uh, you know, like Hank Williams. They they did get. He did do electric guitars and all that. He was a part of that. But that's what I think is so interesting that he wasn't afraid. Gosh, he played with. <laughs> There's a, a, a Richmond, Indiana. He would play record up there in Richmond, Indiana, which, by the way, where uh, Hoagy Carmichael uh, recorded Stardust. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uncle Dave performed uh, recorded up there. And he'd play up there with people who had tubas. And, How you know, did he get up? I mean. He he I, didn't I, wh- drive, so he would have had well, to be driven. I'm, when, when <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When he went sure. to the Grand Ole
1: Opry. He would take the bus, the bus.
2: yeah, dad, my dad would ride a I bus. I mean a with him.
1: superstar. he yeah. was a super, and he'd get on the greyhound bus. that's
2: right. Daddy would ride with him. So <laughs> daddy. yeah, Dad knew him,
1: <laughs> so you had connection. What'd your dad say?
2: Uh, everybody
1: knows dick Shackley.
2: well he, he the one thing that daddy would say is he he you know he'd cheat back he'd
1: had
2: mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and he always spit on the floor. Uncle was, Dave, yeah. Dave. No, not my daddy. <laughs> that's, that's, I just wanted to clear Wait, that up. I'm gonna get in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But that was, and he said he was funny he'd play, you know, all the way to Nashville. He said you know, he was going to play playing.
3: It was a warm up. Yeah. He was
2: playing on the Greyhound. Yeah, yeah. he
3: was <laughs> playing on the Greyhound.
2: Daddy would say that he'd play all the way to Nashville. That
3: sounds like a song there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we need to write a song. You know, uh, Ricky Skaggs has written songs about uh, Uncle Dave, about the country ham. That's mm-hmm. that's a good song too. Yeah.
1: When you talk about this way of life being yeah. so real, so mm-hmm. authentic. human, authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, that's why I think of Hop Springs. It's Absolutely. real. It's authentic. It's mm-hmm. real people.
3: Yeah.
2: And uh, they're real people. Yeah.
1: And and that's what. Yeah. That's it's a perfect marriage. It's perfect.
2: It's absolutely perfect,
1: and how many people can can you you said how many acres do you have?
3: We have eighty three acres, and uh, the capacity is somewhat unlimited. Uh, it's wonder can, how
1: big uh, woodstock was I, I don't know
3: I, I, don't, it, I don't think it Woodstock covered over probably just the people alone, probably forty acres or so. so
1: this could be bigger. Yeah, I don't know if the more. county
3: would allow us to do something bigger than Woodstock out there, but with well, it's the history. it is history, we can <laughs>
2: spread out. Mark will spread out. Yeah, we I would, guys, I would like to see. the whole county. I What's would like do? to
3: see what the capacity could end up being with Uncle Dave making. That would yeah. be just yeah. amazing. Yeah,
2: I think we sort of saw it Sunday night. I mean, I, I saw. Hmm. Mm, wait a minute. We put. I, I know that. That once we tell our friends and neighbors, and we've got it, and you know, it's not about just getting on Facebook and all the different social media and all that. You know, you have to tell each other, it's a one on one thing. We, uh, uh, Uncle Dave show, showed that. He'd come into the town and he'd go from store to store and say, y- You must and you will come to my concert tonight. I mean, it's just kind of like that. You must and you will be sale. in October seventh and eighth at a yeah, Pop Springs yeah. Day Megan. It.
3: it starts organically. <laughs> it does. It
2: exactly really does. Right. You gotta believe in it. He oh, believed sure. in himself. Well, you know, as we
1: talked to the people from different countries as they walked mm. through the gates over at Cannonsburg, they were there because they believed in it. Mm-hmm. They wanted to emulate his music, but a lot of them brought their musical instruments with them right. they and did. competed in the contest. Yes. I can see that word spreading quickly. Uh, To come to Hop Springs, not only is this in the same town where Uncle Dave grew up, it's a half mile from where he lived. Absolutely. And it's it's right over there, uh, a half mile from where he's buried.
2: Do you know, I think the game changer for us, which was another, I was a skeptic again, uh, but... Was the world's largest square dance? I had no idea that people really would come from the all over world's the world to square? dance. Remember when we did the world's largest square dance? The attempt, uh, oh of the yes. Guinness thing, which that was—it was fun, but it was kind of insurmountable to to. to well, make we didn't
1: know there were so many rules.
2: <laughs> Well,
1: he can't uh, bring uh, people who yeah, are standing there.
2: I, I think we had a worldwide co- uh, contest. Uh, Guinness thought we didn't make the... it. Was all about the numbers, but we definitely had people from all over that the world. That was fun too. Well, we're going to do now that we're
1: going to do the world's largest oh, square I, dance. I'm over telling
2: at you, you know, Uncle Dave he, down by the bridge. You know, the Uncle Dave making bridge yeah. down there. Okay. There's a flat rock there, and he, that's where he used to do square dances. Right there below the bridge. Uh, I don't know if you've look, ever been out there, but it's. It's big enough to Have you square danced,
1: danced on the rock?
2: I would like to. <laughs> so this could be.
1: There's a whole other thing like kissing the Blarney Stone, square dancing on Uncle Dave Rock.
2: That's I, right. I did
3: save one large rock. It's about 25 by 25, and it's out there for music in the round, and it's uh, it's out there. Okay, so, that's uh, it. Okay. <laughs> that's the place.
2: I know my friend that helped me, Marcia Campbell, that's the uh, uh, da- da- head dancer on the Opry, she's just waiting for this. She just yeah. can't wait. She said, boy, we got to do it again. So it was just a lot of fun.
1: So this, this is all coming up uh, at Hop Springs, mm-hmm. and, and if you want a feel for what it's like, uh, what, what are your hours over there? You're all open on a regular basis.
3: Yeah, we're open uh, Wednesday through Sunday, and we have live music every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, and we're starting to work with MTSU doing some students' uh, mm-hmm. live events on Wednesday nights starting in November so uh a lot of activity you can go to uh, uh .com and view our full lineup that's coming up so
1: and you have food too we have food we come out ver- there hungry
3: we do we have uh, various food trucks that come so out awesome. we have regular mm-hmm. food trucks that stay on site um,
1: I can see Uncle Dave liking food trucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, he would. <laughs> Definitely.
3: Just uh, We want a mix uh, of the county, and, and we feel like Hop Springs could be one of the largest attractions in mm-hmm. Rutherford County moving forward. And uh, we would like to just take that music and, and the camaraderie and the spirit of Rutherford County and keep, just keep this ball rolling.
1: Oh it, it I can see this growing into huge. You you're wanting a place to mm. uh, showcase the music mm. and showcase the yeah. history. Uh
2: have you, <laughs> you talked to him about know. building a building over yes. there. <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> a we, museum. We have been waiting and and you know just you know you just have to start planting seeds in in people's hearts and minds and and let them take the vision because it's not just it's a shared vision for heaven's sakes no one no one person can do this um, I began to see that uh, I had no idea how children react to this when we did making music in the schools over there at Bradley oh um, and then we took it to Woodbury and then we took it uh, to um, Sparta and in all it was different places that we've taken it in, in middle Tennessee but the children just love this music. They love Uncle Dave, they love the, uh, they would sing his songs. People would tell me when we'd leave. they'd sing they'd be gathering to the bu- get ready to go home on a school bus. and they'd be singing his songs getting on the bus, and everybody would have to say, oh, they're getting awful rowdy. But that's what we do. We yeah. create a, <laughs> We
1: make rowdy. And, and Uncle Dave is, is going to be alive and well. Absolutely. In full spirit. Absolutely. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause again. We will be right back. Stay with us.
0: I'm always lighthearted and easy. Not a care in this world, have I? Because I am loved by an ollie, and I couldn't forget if i tried. try. fall away on the mountain, where the little birds sing down the tree. And the caverns all covered with a and the ollie is waiting for me. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5 101.9 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
2: Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co op. Please come see us for all your gift needs. We have great car clothing and our muck boots, and we have any kind of gift you would need for Christmas. Always don't forget our gift department. The Co-op Farm and Home Center is located at 985 Middleton C Boulevard, just off of South Church. Remember, you don't have to be a member to shop here.
1: Come on by and say howdy to Tina Fox at the Co-op Farm and Home Center. It is your Christmas headquarters.
3: Good morning. Just to play it safe, give yourself plenty of extra travel time. Out here, as traffic volume increases quite a bit now on 840, headed over towards Williamson County, 24, also busy up through the Hickory Hollow area. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on today, gatlinburgwinecellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here for this afternoon with cloudy skies and high into the mid-60s. Southeast winds are on 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 61.
0: Join us November 27th at the Lane Agri-Park, the Small Business Saturday Holiday Market. We'll have jewelry, clothing, home decor, fashion accessories, food trucks, and much more. Find us on Facebook at Small Business Saturday Holiday Market. We're loud, we're proud, we're blue. WGNS AM and FM, your home for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. People that was, will there be any stars in my crown? Now I don't believe in evolution or revolution, but when it comes to the good old Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, I'm right there. (laughs)
1: was a real feeling of Uncle Dave. Yeah, right
2: he was a man of faith. He really was. Mm-hmm.
1: Our phone number is 615-893-1450. And we have a text here from a listener who's asking, what is the price of admission? Do you know that uh, for...
2: Well, you? we're working on that. It did that. We're working on talent. All of that's driven by product, right, Mark? Exactly. Yeah, so we, we don't know that yet. We just know it will be affordable. It mm-hmm. will be affordable. And uh, but we don't know that the answer to that yet.
1: Okay, we have another one here. A person's asking, will there still be the competition? Yes. For the- okay.
2: Enhanced <laughs> competition. <laughs> oh boy! Don't don't. I can't reveal all that yet, but it's going to be so much better. But in we so will part.
1: give little snippets coming.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so just keep listening, and uh,
2: it is a national context, folks, and so we're going to bring it back big. big Better than before.
1: So. Ever, yeah. Yeah. And so. Plus, it's right there,
2: within yeah. a half yeah. mile of his yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so gonna be awesome. Are, are, is
1: is who's living in that house now? Is any a relative of I or anything? I don't know.
2: I don't know who's living okay. in it. So it's yeah. not
1: gonna be open to tourists. Well, not
2: yet, but <laughs> we would hope soon. <laughs> yeah, they definitely the story, and then we we can definitely you know several years ago there was a guy that was on our board uh, that was at the Canakinny Arts and he actually created a drive tour about Uncle Dave and Megan We really? still have that okay. So there's possibility You don't necessarily have to go in You can do like a step on tour And that's yeah. maybe where we start
3: I, so. I would love a covered wagon tour
2: Oh let's do oh, it Oh boy there, Wait <laughs> this, We do the covered oh, That would be perfect he, This yeah. is why
1: his dream came true I know
2: <laughs> I, I, Once again Mark I'm so sorry <laughs> I just
1: have to apologize. This is going to be great It is I It is you.
2: absolutely going to be awesome
1: and once again, the dates on this, because people, they want to put it on their calendar.
2: Yes, and you, it's October 7th and 8th.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. 7th
2: and 8th. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a, a Friday and Saturday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So put that on. And if you have friends in other places, tell them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and mark your calendar. Make those plane reservations. That's what a lot of folks do. They yeah. did it in oh, the summer. Yeah. It'll be a lot less It'll be cooler. I'm guaranteeing that. Right. The
3: weather should be perfect.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Now keep talking into the microphone, Gloria. Yeah. You, you, I'm, oh,
2: I'm sorry. Should, <laughs> she keeps
1: looking away. <laughs> this is it's it's good to look at Mark when you talk to him, but the listeners. Yeah. Lose yeah. You. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so uh, Uncle Dave making days a new home, history in the making, uh, and eighty something acres. Man, bigger than Woodstock.
3: It, it is the rolling hills are beautiful. It's the same hills that you look at when mm-hmm. you're in the uh, at the football stadium at MTSU and you're mm-hmm. on the on the home side. You're looking at the mountains in the background. Uh, we set up on top of a hill, and that's the same view that we have from Hop Springs. And uh, there's a, a valley that rolls down in there, and obviously there's a spring that runs that gave it its name, uh, which. You know who knows Dave making probably spend a little time absolutely. in that spring. Who kno- mm-hmm. it, you know I bet, yeah. it's, it's uh, just the history is phenomenal and um, at night and Gloria got to experience this uh, with the steel drivers the other night. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if the stars just sit right down on top of mm-hmm. you out there and it just, it's just absolutely gorgeous.
1: Now did I we were putting something on our community calendar the other night and it seems like something popped up about a race being around hop springs is is
3: well we've had uh several different running races 5ks we do have a 5k trail on the property okay i was trying
1: to figure out where they were running Uh uh-huh okay
3: (laughs) yeah we we put in a 5k walking running trail so we've had several competitions out there. there we also have 18 holes of disc golf uh, they're on the property as well, so it's really one of those uh, stories of build it and they'll come. It's just mm-hmm. a. It's can a you see
2: the pickers on that uh, path on the trail? Yeah. Though that's what that just like there'll be so many more places places for pickers to sit and, mm-hmm. and I folks to I can also
1: in. see people playing disc golf yeah. while they're out there yeah. and walking the trails, mm-hmm. uh, doing all. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be. You talk about family oriented. Uh, this is really family oriented. Well,
2: and I noticed uh, Friday uh, Sunday night how many family. I was amazed how many families were there. Mark at the Steel Drivers concert. I mean, there was the people just enjoying each other and sitting together, and in, you know, it was great, great. It was yeah, just the age awesome. Demographic
3: is just across the board.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. little ones, babies, strollers. It was just amazing. So yeah, it'll it'll be will be it, it's a perfect now, place.
1: I can see all the hotels filling up
2: mm-hmm. quickly quickly
1: <laughs> uh, very quickly i mean all around middle tennessee absolutely what are you going to do when that happens is there going to be camping areas and things of that sort we've
3: talked about doing some rv areas in uh, around hop springs or on hop springs property uh, some glamping opportunities things like that so all of that will will come into the mix over time and we're looking forward to having that problem Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly developing a little bit more on that side of town might be in the near future as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much the last part of Rutherford County, a four-lane highway. Uh, all the infrastructure yeah. is right there to connect to Woodbury. So, uh, yeah, that's that would be long-term. Hopefully something like that will come about.
1: Well, we're looking forward to hearing about this grow and grow and grow, uh, maybe having some wagon Uh, Tours, uh, Mm -hmm. Hop in a wagon like Uncle Dave had and just uh, enjoy it to the fullest. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is taking us back and reliving history.
3: Maybe next time we can do a live remote out there. Oh, that'd be awesome. We We
1: are ready to do that. Mark, thank you for sharing with us this morning. Thank you for having that dream. (laughs) <laughs> that's making all this possible. I Thank you for
2: it, not giving up on me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Never.
1: <laughs> We've been talking this morning about Uncle Dave Macon days and their new home, Hop Springs. The CEO and co-owner, the guy who had his dream about Hop Springs back when when you were a student at MTSU. Thank you for having that dream. Gloria Christie, who continues to have a dream. And uh, Uncle Dave Macon days. Mm. And Uncle Dave, yes. who continues to live on. Yes. Thanks again.
3: Thank you much.